Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We are continuing through the book of Colossians. We're in the third chapter. And I tell you what, I really hope that you're spending some time uh, reading and listening uh, to these first three chapters of Colossians because I think they're just life transformative in everything uh, that they say to us. Uh, Remember what we've seen so far in the third chapter, okay? That if you've been raised up with Christ, then keep seeking the things above where Christ is seated at the right hand of the Father. Set your mind on these things. Die to, to the fleshliness of your life, okay? Die to self. <clears throat> Realize that our life is hidden with Christ. This is so, so important. So because of all that, he said, hey, consider the members of your earthly body to be as good as dead. And what's he talking about? Well, he listed some of the things, immorality, impurity, passion, evil, desire, and greed, anything that amounts to the idolatry. Set that aside. Because he says the wrath of God is going to come against folks that walk in that kind of stuff. And you used to walk in it, but now you don't walk in it because you have new life. And then he tells them, you know what? Also set aside anger, wrath, malice, slander, abusive speech. Don't lie to each other, okay? Set aside all these evil practices because you are a new creature. Put on the new self, okay? And then the last thing we looked at is that there is no distinction between renewed people people that are renewed in the image of the Most High God. There's no Greek or Jew or circumcised or uncircumcised. We are all the same. Christ is all and in all. And then, now we're up to verses 12 and 13, which I want us to look at today. And uh, these verses give us so much insight if we care to just pay attention, folks. The body of Christ is so divided in ways that uh, we really don't need to be divided, okay? Okay. It doesn't mean that we all agree on everything and have the same feelings and same interpretation. Some people like blue, some people like red, you know, whatever. But these verses are so important. We need to pay attention to what's being said, okay? So let me just read the two verses, and I'll go back and comment on them just real quick. Verse 12 says this, So, so it begins with that word, so, a lot like therefore. In other words, in conclusion of what I'm saying, or as a result of what I'm saying. <clears throat> so, as those who have been chosen of God. Okay, let me read that again. As those who have been chosen of God, holy and beloved, put on a heart of compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience, 13, bearing with one another, And forgiving each other, whoever has a complaint against anyone, just as the Lord forgave you, so also should you. So again, Paul is dealing with uh, situations and circumstances there among the body of Christ and Colossus. Quite similar to what we face now, the same type of thing, because humans are humans, right? So what does he say? He's telling them, forgive each other. I'm going to work it sort of backwards here, okay? Forgive each other. Somebody has a complaint against you, forgive each other. What I find interesting about these kind of passages, and there's several of them in the Scripture, whether you have these lists of how we get along type of thing, is that we're going to have opportunities to do this. Okay? You have opportunities to do it. 
It says to be patient with one another. It literally means to show forbearance. That means that there are going to be things that happen that give us opportunity to be forbearing with one another. There's going to be things that happen that give us opportunity to forgive. In other words, something happens. There's going to be a complaint. There's going to be something that occurs here. And he says, if that happens, then forgive one another in the same way the Lord forgave you. That is really, really important. Why? Because the Lord didn't forgive us based upon uh, our ability to do anything about it. Remember, he, he literally uh, determined to die on the cross before us, uh, for us before any of us were born. Okay, while we were yet still in sin, right? But let me back at the beginning of this thing, because this is so important. So, as those who have been chosen of God, those who are true believers are chosen of God. Now, boy, there's big debate over this. People get caught up in all this kind of stuff. And uh, I just want us to pay attention to the words as we go through Scripture. Okay? I just want us to pay attention to them. Uh, people will say this, and I mentioned this a few episodes ago, I think. Um, this is one of these undercurrent things that, that's always surfacing in our discussions, right? <laughs> uh, has, people will ask this all the time. I mean, I, I've just heard it recently, uh, several times, as a matter of fact. They'll say, well, do you believe in predestination? You know, and I, and I sit there, I remember in the old college days, that was a big thing on the college campus. I had one guy that would walk with me all the time. Do you believe in predestination? And I find it quite irritated, honestly. Finally, you know, you can sit there and say, wait, wait, it doesn't matter whether I believe in it or not. That's, that's the wrong question. I mean, it's, it's actually, it's a, a very poor question, you know. The Scripture is forthright. Just look up the word predestined. You look up the word predestined. You work up the, look up the word chosen. You look up the word elect. Okay, and there's a couple other words. You just look up these words and you see that they're all through the scripture. So it's really a, the wrong question to say, do you believe in predestination? What you're really saying is, do you believe the word of God? Okay, do you believe the word of God? Now, what the problem arises is man wants to come along and try to explain certain things rather than just receiving what the truth is. What's the truth right here? He says, as those who have been chosen of God. If you're a true believer, you've been chosen of God. Now, the debate arises, you know, well, is it God who chooses? Does he choose us? Or is it the fact that he chose us because he knew that we would choose him? That's a very common thing. A lot of people believe that, that God chose those who he knew would respond to him. So the ones that have responded to his offer of eternal life, those are the ones that he's chosen. That's not what the Scripture says. That's not what the Scripture says at all. Now, people, they twist the Scripture. They'll say this, and quite often they'll just read the passage, and they'll say, oh, this means this, this, and it's just very poor thinking, okay? And then when you compare it with other Scriptures, you say, well, wait a minute, what does this mean? It can't be true because that would be putting salvation in the hand of man as the decision of man. So here's what you really got. Okay? You got these things, and this is probably the best picture that I've run across through the years that's helped me. You have the sovereignty of God and the responsibility of man. Both are true teachings of the Word. Okay? And they're just like train tracks. They're parallel doctrines. Okay? They're parallel. 
Yes, God is sovereign. Yes, man's responsible. Okay? But they're parallel train tracks. You need both tracks for the train to be on, and they never cross with the train on it, right? <laughs> that type of thing. They are both true doctrines. You find out that, yes, God predestines, God elects, God chooses. God determines, okay? Another really interesting thing that we've talked about some before in the times past, sorry about that, my phone just went off, um, is that the, just because God for knows something doesn't mean that he has predestined it or preordained it. Just because he has foreknowledge about something doesn't mean that he's predestined. And you say, are you crazy or something? I don't have time right now, but there's a great passage in what happened to King David in the Old Testament where we see that God had foreknowledge about something. And David asked him a question, would they, these people do this? And God said, yeah. Well, then David made other plans and the people didn't do it. See, God knew what would happen, but he didn't predestine because David changed and went a different direction. God knew he was going to do that. So there's really intriguing things here for us, and it's good to discuss it and good to talk about it, but don't get away from the foundational truths, folks, that God has chosen. So as those who have been chosen of God, and then the next part of the thing is even more profound, folks, uh, but I'm out of time. We'll have to look at this the next time, okay? Thank you so much for your time, and I'll see you then. Goodbye.